0: Hi, and welcome back to Dating Funnies. Yeah, I hope everyone's doing well. Everyone is enjoying the nice weather best you can. Of course, we've got all these additional state mandates here in the state of Washington. And I mention that because there are listeners all over the U.S. uh, to my podcast. I'm going to try to do a little better storyline here on a more regular basis, get I get sidetracked sometimes with business and personal obligations. Today, uh, I thought, uh, being the first week of August, that I would share a couple different things: uh, of something I read, a book that I have, the little dating experience I'm going through right now. Maybe put a chuckle in your day. So, in this article in the Seattle Times, where we have this one person who's that started um, an article to go and coincide with her Instagram called dating and relationships so she asked the readers this past week what is the background checklist you complete before going on a first date so i know i do Uh, i do at least a a surface background check because i want to make sure that who i'm dealing with is actually real actually lives in the area Uh, you know i get plenty of people want to know if i have google hangouts and every time i Say, yeah, let's sign up. It's somebody from Russia or somebody from Mexico. It's They're not local. I'm looking for somebody local. And you might be wanting to find somebody local, too. So here's some things, and I'll, I'll share a little tidbit or two about myself and what I do. This one person said, bring $60 in cash, a fast exit plan, fully charged phone, and a positive attitude." Okay. Look them up on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram to see if they've lied about anything on their dating profile one person said i avoid facebook stalking to prevent creating preconceived notions about the person And that's easy to do when you get on facebook or twitter or an instagram you do make we all make preconceived notions about somebody without even really sitting down talking to them another uh, writer says review their tinder profile and reread Uh, your previous conversations before the first date another says check them out on instagram to see if we have any mutual friends it's like a secret prescript one person believes that linkedin is the best source but no deep digging i don't want too many assumptions going on another says check with my other single friends if they've matched with talked to dated the person i'm about to meet there's another one i search for everything everywhere what they paid for their house look x's Etc. That's going deep, I think. One person said, I used to look them up, but stopped. I don't think social media says everything about us. Which is true. It's just a quick snapshot. And until you really sit down and talk to somebody, go out with them once or twice. Maybe these days have a Zoom video date with them a couple times. You're not going to really know what's going on in their world and their mind and, and how you interact with one another. One says, I use a fake Instagram account to look at their Instagram stories before our first date. Well, that's interesting. It's being awful spy-like, right? I think we're all guilty of that a little bit. Another one says, if I'm going to a restaurant, I'll check out the menu to make sure there's something on there I like. Well, that's a good idea. Another says, I just tried to find out if they were ever arrested. That would be good information. I would agree with that. You, know, you don't want someone that's got uh, domestic violence on their records or they're a sexual predator, uh, an ex-felon unless you're into felons One says, I've always give a friend a heads-up name and photo of the guy, where we're meeting, and a time to check in if I haven't checked in first. And I think that's a, a very good practice for both men and women. You want to feel safe, and you don't want to be caught in a situation uh, that leaves you feeling uncomfortable. So they did a little survey. It says, do you look up your match on any of these platforms before the first date? On Facebook, it's 68%. Google 49, LinkedIn 37, Instagram 72. And 72% of the people said they assume that their date looked them up on social media before meeting them in person. 37% of people said that not having a social media presence is a red flag. Yeah, for me I would agree with that. If you don't have any social media presence, it it, it certainly makes me pause. And it makes me pause only from this standpoint. I feel I'm very progressive, I'm very creative. Uh, I'm very uh, intuitive with business platforms and ideas and I want to be around someone that, uh, that thinks outside of the box. And our world is governed by social media, good, bad or indifferent. But if they don't even have a Facebook account, even for someone in my age grouping, that's how they stay in contact with their grandkids or through Zoom, video, or Skype now. They may not have an Instagram account or Twitter, and that's fine, but they should have at least a Facebook account. So i give you some of the things that I do. Is I actually do, when I finally get someone's phone number or I get their name, I'll look them up on Facebook to see if they really are who they say they are. And, you know, if they say where they work or, or if they live in Seattle or they live in California. You know, I just want to kind of know. Now, I do also look on Instagram, but I do it a little differently. If you go to Instagram Stories, you can actually look up people on Instagram Stories, even if they have a private account, and you can see whatever media that they've posted in the last 24, 48 hours, and they can't see who looked at that. Whereas if you go on Instagram, they have a private account, you have to ask to be a friend. If they don't have a private account, then they can see... Who's looks at their Instagram posts? You can certainly get on LinkedIn, but if you go on LinkedIn, you have a LinkedIn account, and you're signed into your LinkedIn account, they'll be able to see that you viewed them. So it's best to sign out of your LinkedIn account and then view them that way to get a quick little snapshot. Now, one thing I also do is I got an account called spokio.com. That's s p-o-k-e-o.com. And you can go in there, and if you have a name a phone number, an email address, you can type that in there and it'll give you information about that person, where they live, their email addresses, their age, their birthday, if they're married, if they're single, uh, what their financial situation is. It doesn't give you every little detail, but it gives you enough to go on so you kind of know what the person is about somewhat. It'll also show that a criminal record. I dated a lady a few years ago and I looked up Spokio and sure enough what popped up on there was that she had gotten 2D UIs, drunk while intoxicated, uh, uh, under the influence, uh, down in another state she lived in. And she got one and then three years later got another one. So it's not something I asked her about, but just something I was a little... In the back of my mind, you know, when we went out a couple times, had a few drinks, I wanted to see how she was going to be and how she's going to interact with that. And, of course, on the third date, she got totally hammered. Whereas me, when I'm out dating someone, if we're out in a public place and i got to get her home, get, get myself home, I limit myself to two drinks, a glass of wine or maybe a Jack and Coke, but that's it. I want to get home safely. I don't want to hurt anyone go- trying to get home. And I don't want to hurt my date if I need to get them to their place. So those are kind of my hard line things. But there's a, a variety of different ways you can check people out. We all want to be safe. I thought that was a great article. I suggest you you, you, you do the same if you're going to meet somebody. And trying to come up with new topic lines uh, for my podcasts because I haven't had that many dates or interactions with people, I've even stopped my subscription currently on the sugar dating site. You know, I get it. The younger ladies, they want money. They're, they're even on there wanting money, and you send them money if you just meet with them once a week on a Zoom video date. I guess there's people out there probably willing to do that. I'm just not one of them. So... Uh, There really hasn't been much going on with any of my dating sites, except I did uh, end up chatting with someone recently that I'll tell you about in a little bit. But I was also looking around, and I found this old book of mine. I don't know if you've heard of it or not. It's called The Worst Case Scenario Survival Handbook for Dating and Sex. You know, there's some little tidbits in here. might be fun to explore. One chapter says how to escape from a bad date. I know some people just don't even show up if they think the person is what they want, but there's a whole chapter in there about what to do, how to slip out the window, you know, how to just leave the restaurant, how to add or remove clo- clothing, excusing yourself from the table, you know. And then there's a subchapter that's get your date to leave, say something offensive, uh, send your date on a fool's errand. Kind of interesting. So now they've got another chapter called First Impressions: How to f- How to Spot a Fake. You know, if someone's got fake breast implants, maybe they, they wear a toupee or maybe they're sitting at the bar and you think they're six foot tall, but when they stand off the bar, they're five foot two. I know that happens a lot to women uh, with men where men say they're one height and they're a different height. Uh, and I don't know why people do that. And I don't know why women say, hey, I'm 135 pounds. and They show up and they're 210 pounds. Why do we do that? That's just absolutely crazy that people do that. I run into that more times than not. Just be honest with who you are and be who you are. Go from there. Here's one that says this could be really important when we get past the social distancing, but how to carry a date who has passed out, how to prepare to lift, how to walk to your destination. They even have pictures to show what to do. Another chapter in here is how to deal with a bad kisser. Have we not all had that problem from time to time? You know, you got to get them to slow down, draw away from the kiss, gently hold their face, you know, gentler kisses. I dated a lady for three years, and she was just a terrible kisser, and I kept dealing with it. You know, kissing to me is very important. It's, to me, it's like the the window to the soul. And passionate kissing is very important, especially when you're having sex, in my opinion. But this is a great little book. You might want to see if you can find it. On Amazon or any other platform that you buy books from, there's a thing in here, How to Survive if You Forget a Birthday, How to Deal with a Cheating Lover, How to Have an Affair and Not Get Caught, all kinds of good little articles in there. So let me tell you a little bit about this lady of Chadwick. She reached out to me on one of my dating sites, OKCupid. Older lady, early 60s. I guess she lost her husband a couple years ago. And she shares with me that she's in the Seattle area. So of course, I looked her up on Facebook. And I looked her up on Spokio, and the phone number matched her name and matched her picture that she had online and matched where she said she lived. So that all felt really good. Okay, interesting. She hasn't dated anyone since she's lost her husband of 20 years. So there might be some hiccups there uh, going forward, but who knows. But then all of a sudden, she's got this business, and now she's got to travel down to Mexico to buy materials. Uh, meet with people, select the materials, and then have them shipped back to the U.S. Now, I've heard this scenario before, where they go out of the country, and then all of a sudden, they send me an email, or they text me, say, hey, I'm stuck in Mexico, I'm stuck in the Mediterranean, I'm stuck in Italy, and the only way I can get home... Until I get paid for these products or materials, I need I need money. I need $2,000. I need $3,000. Will you send me the money so I can come home? I don't know how many times I've run into that. And I've always asked you, well, look, give me your full legal name. Do you have your passport? I'll be more than happy to buy you airfare and put it on my credit card. That way you can at least get back home. Oh, no, I need money. So, I, And I don't send money. No. No. I. I could tell you a long story I had with some people back in the day when Nigeria had money. And they told me my uncle had died and left me millions and millions and millions of dollars. And I had to laugh because I thought, really, what's my uncle's name? And they told me. Except that I was adopted. It wasn't my uncle. Somebody else's. So it was too funny. So we have to be aware of those traps, too. I don't know how many times on, on TV I've seen where they, they just talked about women mostly. I'm sure it happens to men, too, but... Women interact with men online, and without even meeting them, they start sending these men money to never meet ever, and they're out hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, I just think we should err on the side of caution. If somebody starts asking you for money, that's when you just say, nope, stop, block their phone number from your phone, block them on emails, and just have no more communication. No matter how much you've gotten to know them or gotten close to them, it's not going to end well in the end anyway, so it's just best to say, next Always been my whole platform. Next, move on. Time to move on to somebody else. I hope I don't hear that from this lady. It'd be interested to see what happens, but right now, uh, it seems suspect. So we'll see where it goes. On my other dating platforms, yeah, it's been pretty much a flat tire. Uh, I, rightfully so. I don't know how you are, where if you're in other states or even in the state of Washington here, how you're dealing with. Meeting people, uh, social distancing uh, with regards to the virus challenges that we continue to have. I had one lady that uh, was set up by a matchmaker, and it, it, in the end, she was just scared to death to leave her house and just couldn't see herself meeting even social distancing to chat over a cup of coffee, walk along the beach or something six feet away. And I think one thing, not to get into the whole virus thing here, that's not why I'm here. But our state mandates, look, if you cannot social distance, then wear a mask. Or if you can't be in an environment where social distancing is possible, like if you go to Home Depot or you go to the local supermarket, where you know that some people wear masks, some people don't, then it's not possible to social distance, then it's best to wear a mask. Now, in the state of Washington, King County, it's mandated that you wear a mask when you go into any public public, uh, environment like that and if you don't then the poor business owners at risk losing their ability to stay open so i'm more than happy to wear the masks as i walk indoors i don't want to i don't know if i really believe in it but i will <coughs> the business excuse me the business owner can keep his doors open and continue to sell products and services we all want to go out and enjoy a nice dinner wine taste pick up stuff for our home and if we don't adhere to the state mandates and the poor business owners out of business and other people can't use it, not to mention the fact we could possibly spread the virus from person to person. I mean, one thing for sure is every day they get more data, more information about what's going on with the virus. What they know today is totally different than what they knew back in February, what they knew in March, what they knew in April. So hopefully they'll find a solution that'll work for everybody and make everyone feel a lot easier uh, about the virus going forward. Thanks for listening this week. Uh, once again, this is Dating Funnies. If you'd like to share your story, your comments, your ideas, and how to screen people, or have you read any books that might be fun to read regarding dating or movies, I'd love to hear about them, and I'll be happy to share those with my audiences here because there might be a movie or book that they may want to watch or read. They entertain themselves while they're in between dates, right? So it's datingfunnies at gmail.com. That's D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. Have a great week. Be safe. Stay healthy. And I'll bring you up to speed on whatever happens in the next week, the 10 days in my crazy, non-dating personal life. Thanks for listening.